Hey guys, it's your host Derek, and I just wanted to give a quick heads up to any brand new listeners that are checking out the show for the first time. The early episodes of Rolling Misadventures are heavily focused on the mechanics of the games as I was teaching my co-hosts how to play Fiasco, which is what we use for all of our episodes. Since we've been doing this for over a year, however, the style of show has shifted quite a bit. We're still an actual play podcast, however, we less and less call out our mechanics, and we've started focusing more on producing ourselves as an audio drama, with better music, sound effects, things like that. So our stories also tend to flow a little bit better and are more immersive. So if you are brand new to the show, I would suggest checking out one of our later story arcs just to get a better feel for what we're doing now. However, if you are like me and you want to start at the very beginning to see how things have changed, or if you want to focus more on learning the game systems that we're doing, feel free to hop in right at the start. Either way, whatever works best for you, hopefully you enjoy Rolling Misadventures. All right, welcome back to Rolling Misadventures. I'm your host, Derek, joined by Charles and Megan. Uh, if you listen to episode zero, you kind of already know where we went with our characters. But for those uh, new to the show, new to the episode, or this story specifically, we're going to do a quick rundown. So the idea behind this story, called Alpha Complex by Dan Curtis Johnson, uh, reads as such. The computer is your friend. Times are tough lately in the underground city of Alpha Complex. Communists, mutants, and secret society traders are a constant threat, and it's starting to seem like maybe they're winning. Despite your friend the computer's assurances everything is getting better all the time, the opportunities to service firm advancement are fewer and farther between, while the cost of your next replacement clone just keeps going up. It's getting so an honest troubleshooter can't get ahead by just doing the job which is why you're a less-than-completely-honest troubleshooter. Your secret society connections and your mutant power help you do well on your missions. You need to do really well on this next mission, or at least you need everyone else on your team to do really poorly. You remember what you went through to rise up from infrared security clearance. No way are you going back. Your personal digital companion is giving directions to this morning's briefing room. You don't know the mission yet, but you know exactly three things you'll have to do. Stay alert, trust no one, keep your lasers handy. <laughs> so it's a future setting. <laughs> I didn't get that vibe at all. What gave it away, the talking computer or the lasers? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Do you not have lasers in your medieval high fantasy settings? <laughs> I mean, we don't call them lasers. We call it magic, in quotes. <laughs> you know <what>? Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so I am playing as John De Curtis, who is clone number JDC053. Uh, he has a relationship with Charles' character, Chester L. Tiberius, where there was some fun with cloning, a.k.a. accidental clones were made. We haven't really figured out if John De Curtis was one of the good clones that was meant to happen or one of the accidental clones. 
we don't really know how their relationship is uh, played out other than that it takes place somewhere involving research and design, so the cloning facility itself, and they have a need to get rich. So we'll kind of figure that out as we play. Then with uh, John D. Curtis also has a relationship with Megan's character, Lieutenant Starburst Cheese at Taco Bell Esquire Third. <laughs> Uh, something to do with the secret society, uh, specifically a high rank Illuminati master and know nothing new recruits with a, a need to learn the truth, whether that be about the clones, what happened or with the uh, high ranking society itself. Along with that, there is an object involved, high clearance, so possibly trying to infiltrate the higher ups of that uh, secret society. So we'll see how that plays out. And then either Charles or Megan... You guys want to talk about your characters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So I'll, 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 I'll jump in. I know. I, I thought you were gonna take over this, and we're just gonna listen to you tell the story. I Pretty was, much. I was super into it. <laughs> I mean, I can. Um. Um. So, uh, uh, Lieutenant Starburst, or would it be Lieutenant Taco? It would be Lieutenant Taco Bell, Esquire the Third. Truly, uh, and Chester L. Tiberius had a past experience. Where we were both supposed to catch the Violet Killer together. Our need is to find happiness, and we have an object that is transportation. And we haven't really discussed too much about if we're what that physically means. moving something. If we're metaphorically going to be transported, maybe by a stirring speech. Who knows? By yep. Derek. <laughs> Derek, you've, tra- <laughs> you've, you've transported me. <laughs> I transported you to this white sheet with a bunch of fake dice. (laughs) So let's go ahead. Uh, Does anybody want to kind of establish or or set up a scene to begin with? I've got one to kind of start things off just from like a like a cinematic point of view Uh, being the the video dude. uh, I like the idea of like we we see a naked man running down the street, right? Like a back alleyway. And then we, we pan up and see that it's, uh, 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 John Day Curtis running down the street, just buck nude, just like, <laughs> like bare ass and all just running down the streets. Like Terminator style. Terminator just, like, style, except the... like not cool. <laughs> just, just give me your just shoes. Weeks. Yeah. And your motorcycle, please. <laughs> Maybe he goes like, give me your shoes or something like that. So it, like, plays off of the Terminator, but it's, like, obvious that he's, like, super... I wouldn't say dorky, just not the Terminator. Okay, so let's go ahead and uh, play out the scene, then, between uh, Chester and uh, Jean. Is uh, is uh, Lieutenant Taco Bell there as well? Uh, uh, I, yes. I, I, could, I could be. <laughs> I'll just, you know, mark everything down at the bottom, so we'll do just scene one. So you just want me to start the scene, you don't want me to finish the scene, correct? Yeah, so you're going to set up the scene, or you're setting the scene like, okay, you just saw this naked man running down an alleyway, and now we're going to kind of set up your interactions between uh, my character, Jean, as well as your character, and just kind of play it out and see how it plays out. Like, are you questioning him, or are you trying to get to the bottom of why is there a naked man running down, or do you know that something's up, like you're trying to to help him? Those are the kind of things that you want to steer the conversation towards. And then as we have this conversation, 
uh, Megan's going to choose a white die for positive or a black die for negative and kind of bring it out into the open so we know if this scene is going to play out positively or negatively and kind of uh, tilt towards that direction with our interaction. So at what point in your guys' conversation do I get to decide if this is going to go well or, or poorly? That's entirely up to you. All if you right. want it to play out a little bit longer or if right off the bat you know it's going to go one way or the other, just go ahead and throw that dice out okay. there. Okay, so here's here's what I've got. Um, so uh, we, we see a naked man running down an alleyway, um, which as we pan up, we see John Dick Curtis... Uh, buck ass naked running down an alleyway. Wiener as in the he edges wind. closer, yep, wiener <laughs> in the wind. Uh, as he edges uh, closer to the end of the alley, a car pulls up and blocks the exit. He turns around and another car blocks the other direction. Um, he turns around once again towards the first car and it opens up. And Chester L. Tiberius uh, sticks his head out of a, the the window and says, "Get in." Okay, so John looks around, looks back at the other car, and. Not knowing really where he is or, or what to do, he just books it and just kind of dives into the open door and says, uh, th- th- thank you. We got to get out of here real quick. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of noticed that, dude. All right, let's go. <laughs> and then I, uh, Chester uh, backs up, uh, runs into a uh, hydrant and um, causes it. It doesn't. I think there's a lack of water. It's just there for fun, that, you know, so that there's not as much water, so it doesn't, like, burst out with water, but they drive off. Okay, so as they're driving off, uh, Chester, or, uh, Jean reaches over and notices there's a blanket sitting next to him, and he kind of wraps it around himself and looks over and, and says, uh, who are you? Why did you why did you uh, stop those guys who were chasing me? Uh, well, you, 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 don't, you don't remember me? <laughs> uh... Well, I, I guess you wouldn't. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, kind of your daddy. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I am, in fact. Ah, uh, that's not the best word to use. I just realized that. Um, I, uh, I, I created you. So Chester's kind of, he kind of cracks a smile a little bit at the uh, at the daddy comment and says, "You created me. What are you, what, what are you talking about?" Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Long story short, I work for this company. Um, top secret, can't name it. Um, under an NDA, um, and uh, we were making some clones and uh, uh, made an extra. You and uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, you're welcome. I, I'm I'm a clone. What are you talking about? Like, sure, I don't remember how I got to this alleyway. What but, What do I mean, you remember? I remember some flashes of light okay. and, and just sha- just loud sounds, shouting and, and some shattering of glass, maybe. Yeah, okay. And, and then just running, just running as hard as I could to get away from that place. Yes. That makes sense. You, you jumped through a window and came out here. So I understand the glass. I understand the running. Uh, strangely, when you jump through that glass, none of it... Uh, None of it caught into you, so you should have a little bit of blood. Are you are you feeling okay? Uh, he kind of uh, removes the blanket again and just completely not concerned that he's, as Megan so eloquently put it, uh, wiener flapping in the wind, uh, just kind of looks himself over and realizes that he has no damage to his body at all. Ooh, I like this. 
All right. And he says, I, I, I think I'm good. Uh, I'm sorry. What did you say your name was? Uh, Chester. Should I, should I call you daddy? No, I mean, we're not, we're not there yet. Maybe, maybe eventually, who knows? Um, but yeah, currently you can just call me Chester. Chaz, Chaz works too. All right, Chaz, uh, you know, I don't really know where else to go. So I guess I'll, I guess I'll have to trust you. you. Are you hungry? Sure. Let's, let's go get some Taco Bell. End of scene. I mean, I would like some pants. What? I would like some pants. Uh, I mean, I brought you a sheet. That's 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 all you get, <laughs> bud. All right, they uh, they continue to to drive off into the evening. You should have said, "Feed me, <laughs> <Daddy>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see where I see where Charles is trying to go by saying, "Let's go get some Taco Bell." Right? It's foreshadowing, kind of. Okay, uh, let's see. I think I'm going to establish a scene. Like, I think that we get to wherever we're going. Obviously, Jean doesn't know where this is. Like, I don't know if we're going back to the research and design or if this is kind of like an underground bunker sort of area where we're trying to hide out. Uh, but I think that he gets to this location and Chester brings him in and he's just kind of like, laying out clothes for him he gets dressed and whatnot and as charles is kind of trying or uh chester see i'm gonna keep mixing that up name is too too similar to your character yeah um, i get it but as they are like kind of getting him acclimated to this area and chester's kind of doing his thing maybe at a computer station or or going over his notes things like that I think that uh, Megan's character, Lieutenant Taco Bell, kind of walks in on the situation, not knowing what to think. Like, you were not uh, filled in on on what this plan was. Okay. So we see uh, we see Jean kind of just uh, poke in around at stuff. Not really, like, obviously touching things he probably shouldn't, but he doesn't know any better. Like tapping on little beakers or little uh, flashing on screens and things like that. All right, so L- Lieutenant Starburst Cheese at Taco Bell Esquire the Third, who henceforth I guess will just be Lieutenant Taco Bell, um, comes into the scene and uh, is very very harried, very upset. Could be could be very hairy as well, harried and hairy, and just generally frazzled and. They see this se- semi. Did you have clothes on? Or are you still nude? Uh, I think he just has pants on, and maybe okay, the sheet's got pants still wrapped on. around him. How about just a shirt? So he's kind of turtling a little bit, <laughs> walking around like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Yep, they, you only found a shirt. For okay, yeah. um, but he didn't. But he didn't have the wherewithal to like wrap it around his waist. Like he still has it, the sheet hunched <laughs> over his shoulders. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> And uh, is 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 he alone in the room, or is Chester there too? I am in like currently in either the bathroom for bodily fluids or in the bathroom for a shower. I haven't decided yet, so I am not currently in the room. All right, so um, Lieutenant Taco Bell kind of slams open the door and is just like, Tiberius, we need to talk about whoa. Hi. And just like with a start as the door slammed open, he kind of like 
shuffle to a corner real quick. Uh, 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 hi? Who are you? Uh, uh, well, uh, okay. Um, I don't know about you, but where I come from, uh, the person who's currently wearing pants gets to ask the questions and get them answered. So, who are you? Uh, I'm, I'm John. I was brought to here by uh, Chester. He, he said that uh, we, this would be a safe place to go. Oh boy. Okay. Um, so John brought you here. You're not wearing pants, or not? Yo, you're John. <laughs> Chester brought you here. You're not wearing. I'm sorry. I am having a very hard time focusing. Can you wrap it around your uh, waist or oh, something? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. So he wraps the sheet around his waist. Okay. Th- thank you. So uh, Chester brought you here. Wait. You look kind of familiar. Have we met? I I don't know if we met. I honestly I can't really remember anything. Oh god, you went Wait. He didn't roofie you, did he? Uh, well, he did say <laughs> he wanted to go get something to eat. Um, <laughs> as far as I know, no, there wasn't any any drugs involved. All right. Well, we uh I really, really need to talk to Tiberius right now, so if you happen to know where he is, we can deal with you later and wherever I might have seen you from, but um, right now me and him need to talk. Okay, can I can I jump in here? Yeah. You just hear from, like, the back room, just like a I'm pooping! <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? You knew I was coming over! Yeah, it doesn't change the fact that I still needed to poop. I'll be out in like two minutes. Fair. And so as you guys are having this conversation, John's just <laughs> walking over and it's just kind of checking out uh, Lieutenant Taco Bell, not touching or anything, just kind of not necessarily sizing up, just trying to get any sort of information that he can glean from from this other new mysterious person he has just met. What's with the semi-nude man in your apartment? And then I, I just come out of the bathroom, <laughs> hands washed. Or, no, no, he would wash his hands. I think, though. He's, he's a hand washer. He's a hand washer. Okay, so um, I'm hope. just going to step in for a minute. I okay. think that we're going to go ahead and set this as an established scene between you guys as well. Okay. Just to continue the okay. story. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so... Do you have a good, do you have a good poop? Yeah, uh, IBS is a, a, just an absolute bitch sometimes, you know? So, uh, what's with the semi-nude man? Well... And why does he... You know what, I know we had stuff to talk about, but yeah, no, that takes precedence. Why? Who's the man with no pants? What's he doing here? Well, I know that you have s- seen some semi-nude men before here. This is a kind of a different situation. Um, well, uh, this is Jean, 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 I don't, I don't know. Uh, we, we called him, uh, JDC. Uh, he had, there were supposed to be 50, 52 of the JDC, uh, clones made, and, uh, accidentally we made a 53rd, and, uh, didn't feel like it was okay to see him brutally murdered, so... Now we're here. Okay, okay. Well, that explains why he looks familiar, because that was the template for the cloning project, but I thought that got shut down. Yeah, that happened. <sighs> all right, well, well, I mean, those, those I... are, let's, let's let bygones be bygones. We all thought <laughs> what was supposed to happen was supposed to happen, and now we're here. 
Okay, so I think we'll go ahead and end the scene there. Uh, so that is one of the things uh, that Fiasco kind of kind of mentions is that if things are kind of trailing off, just to kind of wrap them up real quick rather than uh, stumbling over yourself. Um, right. But one thing we did forget to do um, was to hand out the dice that we were picking for positive or negative. So uh, my scene between uh, myself and Charles ended with a positive die uh, between Charles and myself ended with a positive, And then between Megan and Charles ended with a negative. So with act one, you're supposed to actually give the dice to another player basically is as uh, these different colored dice, you're going to roll them to find out if you have a higher number than lower number. So if, you know, say you have four white dice that you roll 18 across and two black die that you roll four across your total will be like 14 white and those will adjust things that happen later in the game so as you're handing out dice to each other uh, keep in mind that if their total number gets closer to zero when it's all said and done the worse it is going to work out for their characters in the end okay so i think i'm gonna give my white dice to megan uh, I'm going to give my black dice to Charles. I'm going to give my white dice to Megan. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. We have already done our first round of scenes, kind of set up what happened with John DeCurtis and uh, establishing that he was a clone that was uh, escaped from this facility. I think I kind of want to set up a scene between Jean and uh, Lieutenant Taco Bell Esquire the Third. Is is Chester around or? I think you're kind of uh, sitting nearby, like you're you're popping up blueprints. Like maybe, obviously, something went wrong. Like you weren't supposed to be saving this clone or even creating him, right? And so I think that trying to make the best of a bad situation. Uh, Megan's character knows that because of the cloning process, we can use this to our advantage to get what we want. And considering their relationship is involving the secret society, I think maybe using the clone to kind of infiltrate this uh, secret society as that, that's just like, what I was thinking. <laughs> that we, that it, I, I'm gonna you. It's like, oh well, you're. I got a nice little expendable boy here. <laughs> so let's go ahead and establish the scene then with our characters. I think that uh, as as uh, Charles' character, as Chester is popping up like blueprints and stuff on this, maybe this holographic table in front of us, and you just take it and run. Like you're like, okay, you know what? This is what we're going to do. You're And just kind of laying out the plan to John and maybe trying to convince him to come with you and actually go along with this. So... John, like I'm, um, uh, uh, Lieutenant Taco Bell's kind of sidling up to to J- John, John, <laughs> uh, like trying, trying not to spook him, being like, "Hey, so, John, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 John." John. <laughs> and and keeping in mind, some time has passed. Like maybe it's been a couple days. He's obviously fully dressed now and kind of gotten the lay of the land like he knows what's going on as far as i'm a clone and 
I shouldn't be, things like okay, that. Okay, I didn't realize time had passed. Um, in which yeah. case, you're a real dick move. I still don't know how to say your name. Uh, that could just be the interaction they have. Like, you just, knowing that he's a clone, you just didn't in uh, paying the I honestly think that's yeah. a, that's a <laughs> such a good bit to just like keep pronouncing his name different every single time. It's <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, you know what? That's good. So yeah. So uh, to the Taco Bell kind of sidles up, tries to get uh, his attention. Is just like, yeah, it, yawn, yawn. Uh, it, it's Sean. Right. That's what I said. So, um, uh, I don't know how much. Uh, Tiberius has told you about what we've been working on ever since the thing that we're not supposed to talk about with the Violet Killer that I'm talking about. You know, never mind that. Um, how would you like to, uh, you know, get get out a bit, get out and about, stretch your stretch your legs, see a little bit more of the the world outside of Tiberius's gross apartment. I mean, yeah, considering the last, uh, or really the only time I had outside of this place was running naked through an alleyway. That that sounds like it could be kind of cool. Yeah, you know, you, you'd be dressed this time, which would be great. Um, in fact, we could even have a special outfit for you because you would be doing me just a, a favor while, while you're out, while you're out and about. Just, you know, taking in the, the sights, the sounds of very specific sights. Um... A site in in under, underground. You haven't been underground, right? So this would be a totally new and exciting experience for you, right, Jan? Yeah, yeah. It's it's John, but yeah, that sounds like it could be fun. I I suppose, and I think kind of with him being a clone, he's just agreeable to anything. <laughs> like he doesn't have that uh, distrust that most adults have for each other because in reality, he's only been around for a few days. Right. All right, so here's the deal, Johnny. Um, so Tiberius and I were on the road, or were on the path to a very bad man, just just a, a super bad dude. And here's that we know we we lost him, but we know that he's in some kind of big time group that's behind a lot of nasty stuff that's been going down. Uh, and they're called the Society of the Rolling Eye. And uh, just just trust me when when I say this, Joey, that uh, they're just they're not guys you want to be mixed up in. And so I've been doing some some covert work, some checking things out. But the problem is this this uh, this guy, this bad dude, this Violet Killer, who we we know he's in the the Society of the Rolling Eye. He knows what I look like. He's seen this face. My beautiful, handsome face. <laughs> and so I can't get in there. But nobody's seen your face. Do you... Okay, so... Do you kind of get what I'm so, going Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, you would need someone that they haven't seen before to to, to come into this secret society. Yeah, I think... I think that makes sense. I think I could do this for you guys. I mean, you've, yeah. you've housed me in this in this lovely domicile for the last uh, couple days, giving me clothes, giving me food. It's it's the least I could do. It is the least you can do. Um, yeah, look at the. You know what? I knew when I when I looked at you, when I saw you those couple days ago with with your ween hanging out your shirt. I had a feeling. I looked at that guy and I said, "That yawn, 
That looks like a man who is up to any challenge and can get things done and do it with a smile on his face. And I, you know what? I feel like I was right about that. I think I judged you perfectly. Joe? So, Charles, uh, do you think this is this uh, situation that uh, Jean has gotten himself into is going to negatively I think it's poorly. probably going to be a negative thing. Or? Negatively okay. or poorly? <laughs> um, so, do I give the negative to Megan? Or uh, so, it would come to me, and I would give it out. Okay. So, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and give you another black die. Me? Can I do, like, can I do a real quick scene? I, I've got just, like, one, like... After you guys like have that conversation, because I'm not, I'm not, I don't think Chester is listening to that conversation at all. I don't think he overhears it. I think he would disprove of that kind of that John is possibly going to get caught out in the the, the wild. But I don't know, so I don't know. So I'm like, hey, y- you guys are going out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just for just for a second, we're just gonna get some air. Okay. Um, you know, cool. poor poor Johnny's been cooped up in here for a little cool. while. Cool, 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 cool. Can you bring like a Slurpee back or something? Cause I need some sugar, man. Uh, what what flavor? Oh, uh, Doritos Locos. I think it's probably gonna be like the the, the <laughs> best flavor right now over at the the Seven Twelve. All right, we'll do. Um, we can we can make that happen, can we, Yon? That- yeah, sure. Yeah, just make sure that uh, that Gene doesn't get you know seen out in public by anybody who would see him. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's not a. You know what? Uh. Here, I even have this. It's like a that fun little cloak, and he can wear it. And it's got a hood. It's not a cloak. It's a hoodie. I don't know why I called it a cloak. I guess I just wanted it to seem fancier than it was. Cool. Get it. Uh, I- it's just a. It's just a, like a real big. You know, what? it's a poncho. It's a big poncho. Is it? Is it one of those? Yeah. Okay. Are you giving him one of those see-through plastic ponchos? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's actually. It's what he's gonna wear to go into the secret society. Because. And I'm just claiming. If he's if he, claiming that it's just gonna be like a big poncho that he could just wear. Uh, is if if he's just not wearing pants and a clear poncho, I don't. I don't think that's a good idea. But uh, I mean, you guys, you do you, you do you. I'll be here. Yeah. No. No. It's it's not a see-through poncho. That would. It's it's opaque. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the end of my scene. <laughs> I, I'm... So is this your was this your actual scene or was this just uh, no? That was literally just like I just wanted to add a little bit more humor to the scene because I mean if you've got a character named Starburst Cheese at Taco Bell, I don't think this is like a very serious. I mean, I could I I, I could change. Uh... Their name back. No, 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 no. Let's keep <laughs> it. Nope, nope. We've already established the canon. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. I guess that's yeah, true. Yeah, no. It's but I mean, now. like, I think we can go, like, super serious soon. I just think we have to start off a little a little jokey. Uh, let's see. That was essentially the scene that I played out. I gave the black die for it going to end up turning negative for Jean uh, to Charles. So either Charles or Megan, uh, you guys get to choose. Are you going to establish a scene or... Uh, do a resolution. I'm going to do a resolution to the first scene. Okay. So then, uh, let's see. So Megan and I have to come up with this scene for you. Uh, I think that you've gotten, like, you ended up getting kind of roped in a little bit of, like, you're you're on the comms as uh, Lieutenant Taco Bell and John have gotten to this area. 
like this is a conversation between uh, your character as well as uh, Lieutenant Taco Bell kind of uh, phoning it in, like saying, oh, hey, by the way, we're at this uh, secret society place. We kind of need you to run info and reconnaissance for us while we're trying to sneak in. Okay. I'll be on the phone. Okay. Yeah. So, well, then you hear your your phone or whichever your your cyber future phone ring. Hey, 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 hello? Who is this? Type your, do you want my number saved? Hey, Taco Bell. Ch- How's it going? Chester L. Tiberius, I am hurt and offended. I mean, I, I I get it. I understand you. I want to understand the emotions that you're feeling. However, uh, I, yeah, I didn't put your phone number in my phone. I'm so sorry. Okay, well, I guess who's not getting the Doritos tra- Trace Locos Slurpee? Oh, fuck. It's you. Also... We're not at the 712 anyway, but you know what? I, I'm i so hurt right now. I'm so hurt and offended, and the only way that that I feel like we can reestablish our our partnership, our, nay, our friendship. Uh, yeah, okay. I see where this is going. You want to use, you want to use uh, uh, John for like a secret mission or something like that? Is that what's going on? Yeah, no, we're already oh, here. Oh, fuck. Okay, I mean, <laughs> is he just wearing the poncho? No, no, he's got pants on. Okay. He might not be. Yeah, no, he's got pants okay. on and the poncho. There might not be anything underneath the poncho, but um, he's you know he he's a real go getter. That kid. You should you should probably keep a better eye on him because he hasn't even asked me any questions about anything. I just I sent him right in there and um. I mean, I've got a comment. Does he, does he even know guy. what he's supposed to be doing, or did you just send him in? Well, here's the thing. What he's supposed to be doing is distracting them. Because they can't see me, they can't know I'm there, and I gotta get in there. So, I need you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hook up your link, and I need you to basically get Gene through there while I get the information that I need. I, no, and hey, oh, before before we, we go, be I, again. I I know I know you're you're really excited about this mission. We need to make sure his name is Jane. You have to say it right. <laughs> the cl- clone boy. Clone, clone yeah, man. Let, yeah, let's go with that. Clone boy. Look, you need to help clone boy because if they just get him immediately, then you know, I'm going to be in trouble. He, he needs to stay in there and and stay, you know, breathing long enough for me to get out with the info that I need so that we can catch the killer. Yeah, all right? See? Yeah, it's nothing. It's, not, it's totally not even an issue. And then you know what? On the way home, if it all goes how it's supposed to be, then I'll get you the Slurpee after all. So how is he going to get past any of the, uh, the security there? Like, uh... Is that is that my job now? Yes, <sighs> that is that you, that's your job now. Great. If you can, yeah. No, I mean, great. You, you got a good array there. You can. I have total confidence in you. Uh, I'm glad that you do. That's why I have your number saved on my phone. Ah, uh, we're going back there, huh? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. This is this this gonna be an issue for a while, yep. but we'll find a way to work past it. And it's the healing starts with with you helping me. By helping Clone Boy. Alright. Who's helping me, who's helping us uh-huh. to catch a bad guy. Okay. 
I get it. All right, let's do this I, thing. I'm glad. I'm glad you do. All right. <laughs> End scene. So obviously, I gave uh, Charles yep. a black die. This I don't see it uh, playing out well for him. I am fucked, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming up, Taco Bell. <laughs> Wait. So now that we're throwing. Uh, uh, John into the situation. Can I give you a black die for that? Because you're getting thrown into a situation that you yeah, don't so, know. So your die, the die that I gave you is the one that you're just going to give okay. out. Oh, it doesn't have to be your die. But you or, let's see, you did a scene, I did a scene. Megan was kind of tied in with both scenes, so she could choose if she wants to have the scene based around her character or if she wants us to resolve the scene. Yeah, I guess, I guess you guys can try and resolve the scene that... that- uh, John's in there now, and uh, I guess Chester's got to help him out. Yep. All right. Hey, uh, John, you there? So John's walking up and immediately is stopped, like not at the front doors, but at like a checkpoint just past it, like a giant set of metal detectors. Metal detectors. All right. Uh, okay. John, whenever whenever you see something that's out of the blue, anything at all, let me know. We'll deal with it as it comes along. I have, honestly, I, I'm going to say this right now, no clue what we've got ourselves into. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, right? Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, he kind of walks through the metal detectors and the guard's just reading a newspaper, doesn't even pay him any attention. The alarm doesn't go off. But um, yeah, as he's walking through, he's like, so... Yeah, I mean, obviously I made it in here, so Taco Bell will be happy about this, but what am I supposed to do here? Like, who am I looking for? Where am I trying to go? Uh, well, Taco Bell? What you think? Oh, what? oh sorry, I had my, I had my link, uh, I had my link switched off, I was listening to some music. What's going on? Uh, what, what, what's he, what's he doing? Oh, uh, okay, so, jo- 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 Joseph, Joseph. Clone. It, it's John. Jo- John. Right? He, he actually he doesn't even say that. He's just like uh uh huh as because he's trying not to draw attention to himself as he's walking in. All right. Here is what I need you to do. Um, you're as as far as anybody here at the Rolling Eye knows, you are just a brand new recruit. You're um, if anyone asks. You tell them, they say, you know, oh, how, how did you get in here? And you say, well, the eye rolled my way. And that's going to tell them that you are a, a new initiate. So no one's going to expect you to actually know anything. Just kind of go with the flow, follow along. And um, specifically, though, keep an eye out for a man with... He's going to have... Um, cybernetic uh eyes that he's got violet eyes and if you when you see that just you know maybe maybe mention it i'm gonna be at the other end of the facility doing very super important stuff so um don't don't at me later So as as you're mentioning this uh Sean walks up and presses a button for the elevator of this uh, that we didn't establish is a large tower. And as he goes in, there's a, a doorman who, despite the setting of it being a like weird future uh, cyberpunk kind of deal, 
is more like you would see from like old 90s movies like he's an older gentleman has the weird uh round hat on and like a a vest with a little name tag (laughs) okay (laughs) and he just asks where to sonny and john just looks at him and kind of hesitates for a moment because he's like okay i don't know if this is the person i'm supposed to talk to and says the the eye the seeing eye rolled my way and the attendant nods and presses just presses a random button and the elevator starts shifting up How, okay are you, you you doing okay in there okay no i i know you're with somebody in there it's gonna seem kind of weird if you just start talking to yourself so uh just cough but don't cough into the microphone because that makes really bad radio uh uh, to let us know that you are okay. All right. Um, cool. You cough twice. Does that mean anything different? I, but you can't say anything. Shit. Um, I'm gonna guess you're okay in this situation. If you weren't, you'd say something. So, uh, cool. Um, that's that's all I got. Um, okay. So I think that we'll we'll end the scene there. I think that he's made it in to the building which is better than he thought he was going to do. And we will uh, move on to kind of the intermission slash act Mm. two. So the way that uh, act two works is that now we get to roll our die and whoever has the highest white number and the highest black number will choose two elements to tilt act two which is basically just going to make everything go wrong for everybody. Awesome. Okay. So rolling my die, I got a five in black. Okay, I have a one white. I have a four white. Okay, so Megan and Charles, you guys will kind of choose through the tilt table, which is another link that I sent you guys. Um, Based on the dice that are in the pool still left... Those are the numbers we could choose to basically, like we set up our characters, uh, choose like a category as well as a uh, detail. Okay, I'm going to choose. And while we do this, I think we'll go ahead and wrap up the episode. Make sure to check out Rolling Misadventures at rollingmisadventures.podbean.com. Find us on Twitter at the letter R, Misadventures, or shoot us an email, rollingmisadventures at gmail.com. Also, Charles, if people want to check out your other shows, where can they go? Something random, uh, or roll, uh, talk, talk and roll, or working out the kinks. And pretty much any one of those shows. Listen, they're great. Good content. <laughs> good, good, good content, good times, good friends. <laughs> Good times, great oldies. <laughs> and Megan, where can people check out your shows? Um, bold of you to assume that I have multiple shows. Uh, no, I'm just the one. It'll happen eventually. <laughs> uh, just just the one, just Ono Lit Class. Um, and uh, you, we you could check out our Facebook group. Um, you could check us out on Twitter at Ono Lit Class Pod. And you can listen to the show anywhere. If you just go outside and you scream Ono Lit Class at the top of your lungs, we'll find you. (laughs) And with that being said, that is wrapping up Act 1 for this storyline. Make sure to check out the next episode where we tilt the hell out of this uh, weird situation we have all found ourselves in and see how everything plays out for our characters. So until next time, take care.